0: Luke, chapter 12, verse 22. Then Jesus said, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body more than clothes. Consider the ravens, they do not sow or reap, they have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them, and how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wildflowers grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you, not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you have little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it, for the pagan world runs after all such things, and your father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourselves that will not wear out. A treasure in heaven that will never fail. Where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is what I love about Jesus. He's so direct, yet so wise, so reassuring. And if Jesus, the Son of God, fully man and fully God, can look me in the eyes and say, do not worry about your life. I can trust that. I can trust that he provides because he has provided every day of my life. The breath in my lungs, the the fact that I'm alive today is proof that he provides. And scripture, interestingly, describes my needs and limits my needs to food and clothing. And when I think about this, it, well, a couple of things come to mind. First, the garden of Eden, even in the sin of Adam and Eve, even in their sin, what did God do? He clothed them, he provided clothing for them and food. Even in their sin, he was meeting these needs. So God from day one set a precedent for us that these are the two non-negotiables, food and clothing, he will provide. He will, even in the wilderness, he provided bread from heaven, which Hebrews tells us that that bread from heaven was actually Jesus himself, which is a mind blowing thing to think about because we think of Jesus in human form, but he came to this earth in many forms. And one of those forms was bread, and he fulfilled that prophecy when he came here again in human form. And that's why he says, this is my body. He is the bread of life. He is our provision. So Jesus is the bread that satisfies We can also trust him for bread here in the natural, always. Food and clothing, these two things you will always have. And this thing that even here in America that I've become so aware of in the last year and a half, just on this journey of of literally living on the road and having no place to call home, I've gotten a little glimpse of what it's like to, to not have anything and to be completely dependent on the Lord. And what I found surprisingly is that that's the happiest I've ever been in my whole life is completely dependent on the provision of God. So this thing in America that is all around us that says you need more stuff, and you need the newest iPhone, and you know, God forbid we have to go a month without Netflix. These are, these are all things, and they're not gonna last. Your soul is what lasts forever. And I should be more concerned about my soul, the condition of my soul, than anything else. Jesus just said in what we read in Luke chapter 12, he says, seek first the kingdom of God, and then all these other things will be added to you as well. The kingdom of God, as bizarre as it is, should be my only focus. My eyes should always be focused on Jesus. When I'm focused on only Jesus, I'm able to love the people around me in a way that only Jesus can. And the things of this world, it's like that song says, the things of earth grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. There's nothing to fear. There's nothing to worry about. These are tactics from the enemy. He's been using them from day one. Fear when you begin to feel it. Just tell it to leave because Jesus has given you full authority over the enemy. You can tell him to leave in Jesus' name. Always. There is nothing to fear. If the worst case scenario happens, Okay, I die and go to heaven. That's my worst case scenario is heaven, glory. Or let's say the worst case doesn't happen and I live today. Well, first of all, I'm provided for. Today is all there is. This moment right now is all I have. And it's just another moment to fix my eyes on Jesus and to shine his light in an unbelieving world. And that's a really cool honor. So it's a win-win. Life as a believer is the ultimate win-win scenario you cannot lose with your eyes fixed on Jesus. There's nothing to fear. You are fully funded. You may not see it, in the natural you may not see the funds in your bank account that are going to take care of the bills that come but you can trust that it's already there if you pray for it and you believe god says the prayers of a righteous person he he has already said yes so you can trust that all you need is what's right now. And maybe there's still some doubt in there and you're like, yeah, okay, well, that's that sounds good, but I still just don't see it. Well, there's also also this other thing called friends and love. And if the worst case scenario happened where let's say let's say you did lose everything, okay. Well, then all you gotta do is ask for help. And you are surrounded by people who love and care about you, and you are certainly covered and protected by a God who loves and cares for you. Know that. See, a lot of fear is rooted in pride. I fear the worst might happen and I fear, oh my gosh, what if this happens and I have to ask people for help? What if I can't do this on my own? And here's a spoiler alert. You can't live an incredible life on your own. You are designed for partnership You are fearfully and wonderfully made for partnership and for community. And where two or three are gathered, Jesus says that he is in the midst of us. So yes, it's important to spend quiet time with the Lord and to have a personal relationship with him. It's equally important to let that relationship flow into your community and to let others pour into you as you pour into others. Don't let your fear dictate the condition of your soul. Don't let your circumstances convince you of anything other than the truth. See, your circumstances have nothing to do with the truth. The truth is the word of God. That is why it's called truth. See, truth is something that's universal. It can't be torn apart, and it can't be changed. It's absolute truth. So anything the enemy is trying to say to you about fear and worry and insecurity. Those are lies. Those are lies from the enemy. And you have the authority to say, I'm not going to partner with that lie. Jesus said not to worry. He said he will provide for me. And I believe him. Believing is being fully convinced. And just because... I don't see it, even though my eyes don't see it. He's there. He has provided. And tomorrow never happens, it's always right now. And right now, I can say, beyond the shadow of a doubt, that it is well with my soul. Food and clothing. This is the thing, when I get worried, I I wanna share this with you. When I get worried, or when I feel fear knocking on my door, I tell myself this. I breathe, and I say to myself, food and clothing, food and clothing, food and clothing, to remind myself that I had food today, and I'm wearing clothes, hopefully. Food and clothing. That's all I need. The rest is just a bonus. The roof over your head, that's a gift from the Lord. And you need to be thankful for that. You should be thanking him every day that you wake up and every night when you go to sleep, if you've got a bed, thank him for it because that's a bonus. a bonus that 90% of the world doesn't even have. So who am I to say my problems are so great? God is my provider. He's given me so much more than I need, so much more. Every day of my life, what a gift this life is. And if it's one day taken from me, what a gift that is too. Every moment, a gift. Food and clothing, food and clothing, food and clothing. Don't partner with those lies. Don't be so prideful to partner with fear. Know that God's got you and understand that you need him and you need the people around you. And the sooner we realize that, the better off we are. We are stronger together. If I fall on my face, and I need other people to help me up, that makes me stronger. If I need Christ to be my strength in my weakness, that makes me stronger. He is the strength in my weakness. My weaknesses are good. My challenges are good. My trials are good because they teach me perseverance and they teach me faith. They teach me to walk into the things I cannot see. And Jesus is the rock. He promises to be the solid ground that your faith rests upon. So you can trust even when you can't see it. Even when it feels like you're walking on the water. If you know Jesus, you're walking on the rock. That's a good word. Feel free to quote me on any of that. Um, just send... Uh, let's see, what should I charge? Just send uh, $100 per quote. That's fine. If you want to tag me on Instagram, that's cool. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's That's a free word from the Holy Spirit. And he loves you. And he wants you to know that you are fully funded. You are fully provided for. He loves you. He cares for you. He is our provider. Know that. Rest in that. Peace be with you. If this podcast has impacted you in any way, I would love to know about that. The best way to get in touch with me is through Instagram at Zach Gudson, and I would just love to connect with you and hear what's going on in your world. You can also leave a review. I would really appreciate that. If you leave a five-star review, it allows this podcast to reach more people. So thank you for that. And you can also support this ministry by going to Cultivate.com. You can learn more about the nonprofit uh, that I run as I'm in full-time ministry and focus all of my efforts to sharing Jesus with this world, and it's an honor to be able to do that. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I genuinely appreciate everything. I'm so thankful for you, and thank you so much for pouring into me. I love you.